We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, everybody. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? I'm glad that you've joined me at my little corner of the internet. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to Off the Bench. Today is Tuesday, November 24th. Got a little shot in the arm for you from God's Word today. And also going to remind you, along with as we talk about the headlines, why it's so important for you to nurture the family God gave you. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I hope you guys are doing good. We are counting down to Thanksgiving right now. If you haven't taken your turkey out of the freezer, you better hurry up. You better hurry up, you guys, uh, because we are getting close. You know, I've been uh, thinking a lot this week. The Homeschool Resource Center is closed. Last week, we did a play here. You know, people asked us, are you guys going to close, you know, the center for the Rona? And, uh, And no, the answer is no. We're not going to, we believe that we are, we are doing what we're supposed to be doing, particularly now in such a time as this. And so last week we had a play at the center. Um, last night we did uh, homeschool 101 here, trying to help people pull their kids out of the public schools. You guys, the family is under attack right now. Let me ask you a question. If you want to hurt parents, a mother in particular, because I am a mother, so of course that's what comes to my mind first, but if you want to hurt a mother, how do you do it? If you want to hurt a father, what's the best way to do it? It's to hurt their children, right? It's to hurt It's to hurt their kids. Well, we are sons and daughters of God, and there's an epic struggle between good and evil. This isn't a left or right, Republican versus Democrat. We are literally watching good and evil at war with each other. The masks have come off, except for the Rona masks. The stupid ones are staying on. The real ones have come off. And we're watching it play out right now in in real time. And I think it's easy for us to get sidetracked. We're coming up on Thanksgiving. And I'm going to just remind you today to keep your eyes on the ball. Isaiah 43, one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, but verse 4 of Isaiah 43 says, Others were given in exchange for you. I traded their lives for yours because you're precious to me. You are honored and I love you. And if you've ever had a moment when you've wondered if there's something else, something more important, maybe it's politics, maybe it's, you know, checking your social media accounts, maybe it's, um, I don't know, wringing your hands over what's going on in the culture right now. Maybe it's work, something that you thought you should be doing that was more important than shepherding and raising your children, I'm going to encourage you this morning that there isn't. If you've ever thought that there was, you're not alone because the culture today has devalued motherhood in particular, parenthood in general, but motherhood in particular in more ways than one. And men, listen to me this morning or this afternoon or wherever it is that you're listening to this. Find your wife, find the mother of your children and encourage her today. 
finder and encourager because the adversary is doing everything he can to discourage people who've been given the tremendous opportunity of influencing children away from recognizing the preciousness of it. And over the last 15 years, 20, probably 30 years, we have quietly relinquished our right and our responsibility, I think, to be the primary influence in the lives of our children, no matter how innocently, right? We yielded it. First, we did it to youth pastors. Then we yielded our kids to school teachers. And the message that we're sending is that motherhood is a precious responsibility And the window of time that we have to influence our children closes quickly, so let's let as many people influence them as we can. And we've traded the years. And if you guys have forgotten, even for a minute, how precious your role is, I want you to look back with me for just a moment to God's word for a change in perspective. In Isaiah 43, the prophet makes a reference to, quote, others who were given in exchange for their lives. But who were the others? Well, most Bible scholars believe that it's a reference to the Egyptians. God seems to be trying to get through to the Israelites, who, by the way, had a tendency to forget that God had ransomed them and saved them from a life of slavery and servitude to the Egyptians. Because of his love, God would go to great lengths for the people that he chose as his own. And he was saying, in essence, look, You guys, I gave up the Egyptians and I'm ready to give up others too if it becomes necessary. That's how much I love you. You see, God is full of love for us. He's gone to extravagant lengths, even his own son's death on the cross to ransom and redeem us. And if you want to hurt a father or a mother, you go after their kids. If Satan, who wants to, uh, he's in this epic struggle, this, this, struggle between God and the devils playing out in front of us. If he wants to hurt God, what does he do? He goes for his children. He knows how much God loves you. That's what the Bible says, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And God's love isn't mere words. When he says he honors you, he shows it. When he says, I love you, you can count on it being backed up by actions. And so my question is this, as we enter into this holiday season, and I know that it's a stressful one. And I know like normally this time of year, you know, we're very lighthearted here at the podcast. We're talking about, you know, what's going on in, in, you know, Real Simple Magazine and what kind of Christmas crafts we're planning on doing with our kids. And I know that I know that I know that this is not a normal year, but, but the question remains, do our kids know how precious they are to us? Are we ready to give up whatever God asks us to give up in order for our family to flourish and grow strong? not only in their relationships with each other, but in their relationships with Christ. And sometimes we find that we are in a real season of sacrifice as we say no to things that in another season of life we might say yes to. And over time, you guys, those small decisions to prioritize our kids are going to yield huge dividends. Ask me how I know. A lot of you are looking ahead to the to the holidays and you already feel overwhelmed and maybe the thought of doing something for Thanksgiving is just too, too much. But can I encourage you the way the Lord's encouraging me to get down your Thanksgiving books? I mean, we're reading about Squanto. We're doing all the things. I'm uh, Today, I'm actually making uh, Thanksgiving turkey cookies with my grandkids and my three younger ones and a little puppy named Finley. <laughs> 
And I had to make room on my calendar to do it because you guys, the, the pressures of the world seem so enormous right now. And everything inside me is like, no, write an article. No, do this for work. You know, talk, do a Facebook live, get in and do the podcast, whatever it is. And the Holy Spirit's like, no, 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 no. Focus in on your kids. Moms, focus in on your kids. Husbands, focus in on your wives. Wives, love your husbands. As as this is this is what God requires of us. And love requires sacrifice, you guys. In a self-centered culture, love requires us to look beyond a temporary goal of more money or a bigger house or more influence or whatever it is and focus our gaze into the future because we're making daily choices right now for the good of our children and for our families. If our ultimate goal, if our ultimate aim is to be more like Christ, then let's do it in every area of our lives, starting with our marriages and our children. And you know what, guys, I'm sorry to keep harping on this, guys, but maybe that means you get to stop by the store on your way home from work tonight and just pick up some flowers for your wife. Women, what does that mean? What does it look like right now for you tonight in this season to love on your husband and let him know that he is loved well? And yeah, you're going to trade some things in this season of your life to make room in your heart and on your calendar for training the hearts of your children, for loving your spouse well. But I promise you guys, I promise you the trade will be worth it. You see, nothing that's precious in this life comes without sacrifice. Ask God. He knows. And as we enter into the Thanksgiving season, I'm just going to encourage you. you know, I know a lot of you, because I'm, I'm watching letters come in fast and furious at Mailbox Monday and the questions that you send me over at Anchor FM and all those places. I know that a lot of you are struggling right now. You're struggling with how to handle disagreement, uh, particularly over, you know, the Rona and politics. Man, this has been a rough year. Don't, don't let it rob you of joy at Thanksgiving. Don't stay away from meeting with your, fam- with your family. You know, we've, uh, in our own family, we're dealing with this, right? And there are ways that you can handle discussions about political things and mask differences and whatever. You guys have heard me say before, you know, I don't think that the masks and the non-maskers are necessarily going to be compatible this Thanksgiving, and that is a heartbreaking reality. But there are still ways that we can love on each other. I'm learning this in my own life right now. And I told you guys last week, I think that the the decisions that you make right now to love on your kids, particularly in the Rona, particularly as these things continue to play out and the heartache of it, my friend Kathy Barnett, who's uh, locked in a battle right now for a congressional seat in the, the 4th Congressional District in Pennsylvania, I can tell you right now, we have choices to make and we get to choose where we're going to put our energy. And so today's Tuesday, you guys, Thursday is Thanksgiving. I'm taking all all three of my younger girls to get our hair cut on Wednesday. I took them out thrift store shopping the other day. Well, not to the Goodwill because the Goodwill's a nightmare right now. You can't even make a donation unless you put a face diaper on. It's crazy. But I took my kids out. We found some some local places that we could go that would let us come in without face diapers on. We uh, did a little bit of shopping. We went to visit our favorite, one of our favorite stores in uh, Battleground. I went to visit my friend Brooke over at Kids Clothes and hugged her neck for a good long, good long minute. And I took some time to just talk to my girls and hang out. And we're making cookies today and doing the thing. You guys can put some things down to make memories with your kids right now. They know that you're stressed. What are some ways that you can to bring life into the holidays right now? 
because we do have, even in the middle of all this, and I'm going to uh, go over some headlines in a minute for you and give you some prayer points today, but even in the middle of all this, we have so much to be thankful for. And I told my friend Kathy, as we were recording the podcast that's going to air on Friday, we were talking about the the fact that we live here, we've squandered our freedom, there's no doubt about it. But we have so much to be thankful for. And we can come before the Lord. And as we're learning at MomStrong International right now, as we go through the book of Revelation, that our prayers are like incense. They're sweet in the nostrils of God. He wants us to pray for our nation, to pray for our families, to pray for our marriages, to pray for a move of the Holy Spirit. God is at work. He's not done. Praise him. Put on the praise music, you guys. Light your candles. Turn on your uh, your essential oil diffusers. Fill your home with smells that are going to be wonderful and comforting and, and do the thing for this Thanksgiving. Do it. Do it to the glory of God. Thank him for all that he's done. It's an amazing thing that we're that we're uh, living in this time right now. And like I've been signing, you know, becoming mom strong. I often sign copies of that book for for people, and I will always write: "You were born for this, born for such a time as this. Your kids were born for it. You were born for it. Is it challenging? Yes. Is it trying? Yes. Are we tired? Yes. Don't grow weary in doing good. Love your family well. Love the Lord well. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. Love your neighbor as yourself." And I'm telling you what, we're going to live to see God do something amazing. I continue to believe it. And I'm going to say it here. And uh, I, I, I I, want you guys to focus. Get your turkey out of the freezer. I'm going to say it again. Go down and do it right now <laughs> while you're thinking about it. Love each other well. We love because he first loved us. And this is an incredible time of year as we usher in uh, the season of Advent and talking about uh, our Christianity. I continue to believe that we live in the greatest, those of you in the United States, the most freest, wonderful nation on the face of the earth. Thank the Lord that he had you here for such a time as this. Praise him. It's important. Uh, Some of you have been writing in to ask me about... uh, you know, current events, a lot of you are saying, you know, well, who's going to win the election? I mean, obviously, I have no idea. But I continue to believe, and I'm going to keep saying it, uh, that we need to pray. Whether Trump is reelected or whether he isn't, you, uh, we're, in, we're in big trouble. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm going to read to you a headline and I'll link back to it in the show notes today. That came out... What day did it come out? On the 23rd. So it came out yesterday. And the headline reads like this, Biden urged to jerk accreditation of Christian schools that don't have, quote, science-based curricula standards. That's incredible, you guys. These people, the Human Rights Campaign is putting pressure on Joe Biden if he becomes president to sign an executive order that a key Southern Baptist academic leader claims would be an atomic bomb for Christian schools. The Human Rights Campaign, which is a gay advocacy group, 
wants Biden to mandate that religious schools that discriminate or that do not meet science-based curricula standards lose their accreditation. You guys, I've been saying this for a long time. You don't need accreditation to give your kids a good education. And they're going to hold your, they're going to, they're going to threaten you. They're going to say you're going to lose their, you're going to lose your accreditation. You guys, if, if following God means giving up your accreditation, give up your accreditation. You didn't need it in the first place. Because what this is, is an undisguised attempt to shut down any semblance of a Christian college or university that would possess the audacity to operate from a Christian worldview. That was uh, President Al Mohler. And he's right. He went on to say, in terms of accreditation, that is an atomic bomb in clear text for all the world to see. The Human Rights Commission summons the Biden administration to deny accreditation or at least to facilitate the denial of accreditation to Christian institutions, colleges, universities, and for that matter, any other religious institution or school that does not meet the demands of the LGBTQ orthodoxy. And he is not wrong. He's not wrong. This would mean abandoning biblical standards for teaching, for hiring, for admissions, for housing, for student life. It would mean that Christian schools are no longer Christian. So give up, guys, give up your accreditation if that's what it takes. You don't need it. You don't need it. And as I'm looking through what's happening, uh, you know, as the Biden administration, you know, they've done their, you know, whatever, their their, uh, transition team now. And I told you, he's putting people on this transition team that are directly opposed to Christianity. They're directly opposed to any kind of orthodoxy that comes from the worldview that says that Jesus is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and that we we hold to the standard that he set forth in his word. And I believe this with all my heart. I've been telling you guys this for months. Buckle up. Because if it goes the way they want it to, things are going to get rough for the church. And you were born for such a time as this. Focus on your kids right now. Focus on your marriage. Steal yourself. I said the other day, I know I'm watching, you know, even in my own home, uh, there's just, it's it's a sadness. And Kathy and I were talking about it. But I'm telling you what, you guys, the Lord, God isn't sleeping. He sees what's going to happen. We're studying the book of Revelation. It's just firing me up so much. I'm learning so much more about prayer. I'm learning about the power of prayer. My heart has been burdened. You guys, the Lord is, is he doing this in you? The Lord is doing something in me that I have needed him to do for a long time. And he's just cleaning house. All the things that I was like, oh, it's not that, that's not that big of a deal. Boy, you guys, I'm so much more careful about what I watch on television. So much more careful about what I listen to. So much more careful about my my personal life and my actions and no one else is watching. Are they pleasing God or are they not pleasing to the Lord? It matters. It absolutely matters. And I want you to be encouraged. Turn off the news, get off your social media accounts and bake some bread with your kids and make some cookies with your kids and and plan moms the most memorable Thanksgiving that your kids have ever had. Uh, Break, you know, bust out the Martinelli's, bust out your good china, do the thing. Let your kids know how loved they are and how much we have to be thankful for. Make a thankful tree in your house. Do the the, the placemats that I told you guys about last week. Have your kids just, even if it's just a one sentence thing about their siblings. This is why I'm glad that you're my sister. 
I think sometimes it's really easy for us to forget when things are dark around us and things are difficult. It's, it's hard for us to remember to do the things that are life-giving and life-affirming because we're so stressed out, right? In the moments of that, of that stress and that anxiety, we can kind of lose our thankfulness. And I want to encourage you, don't lose it. There's a fight ahead. And my mind is already on it. My mind is on it. I've been asking the Lord to help me. Lord, what is it that you want me to do? How is it that you want me to behave? And the Lord so clearly said to me, Heidi, quiet your heart. Love your children. Love your husband. And he's totally, he's the Lord. I think he's doing that for all of you. I know a lot of you listening to this were like, yep, that's right. That's what I need to do. And I'm going to be astonished, you know, in a couple of weeks uh, right now. You know, I, I'm watching what's happening with Sidney Powell in, in light of what's going on in the, with the, with the votes and all that. But I'm telling you what, it doesn't change what we should be doing right now and just loving our kids and getting ready for just Thanksgiving. We can quiet our hearts and we can get ready to just go, Lord, we're going to we're gonna spend some time and just rejoice for what you've done. We have so much to be thankful for, you guys, and I want you to be encouraged. Uh, this week, I told you I'm going to have my friend Kathy Barnett come on the show with me. Uh, she is uh, locked in probably the fight of her life for uh, a congressional seat in Pennsylvania's 4th Congressional District right now. But more than that, She's a woman who loves the Lord and she loves our country. And boy, I love this. I love talking to people who love this country and who love the Lord. Be encouraged, you guys. I was going to give you some podcast ideas to listen to. Some of you, one of the questions that came in last week asked me about a podcast suggestion. If you're not already tuned into Dennis Prager, I know you guys have heard me talk about Prager University. Uh, if you're not already tuned into that, listen to Dennis Prager, probably one of the brightest minds out there right now, knows what's going on in the culture. Obviously, uh, the Charlie Kirk podcast, you guys know I love uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs from Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, and Phil Hopper, who's been doing an incredible series uh, at his church, Abundant Life in Lee Summit, Missouri. There's a lot of people right now that that the Lord is giving um, a megaphone to, that their their messages are of hope and of freedom and of truth and of courage. And I want you guys to be focusing on voices like that. Let's focus on stuff like that. Whatever's true, whatever's right, whatever's honorable, whatever's of good repute, let your mind dwell on those things. And right now, what's in front of us is Thanksgiving. It really is. I'm going to link to, in the show notes today, my favorite Thanksgiving books. Uh, you can probably get them if you hurry. Uh, you can probably get still get them off of Amazon, especially if they're local. But sit down and have a night where you just read to your kids about the story of Thanksgiving. Wow. I mean, the way that this country was founded and the freedom that we've been given and that God has entrusted to us is an incredible thing. It's absolutely worth celebrating. It's worth talking about. It's worth teaching your children about. And in the meantime, you guys, with all the stuff swirling around you, ask the Lord. And this is what I've been doing too. Lord, put a bubble over my house this week. Fill my house with your peace. Fill my house with your presence. Fill me with your peace and your presence so that I can be an instrument of your peace and of joy. When my grandkids come over today, I want them to see the, the face of a smiling Mamsie who can't wait to get frosting in her hair and decorate a bunch of turkey cookies that won't look perfect, but they'll sure taste good. <laughs> right? That's what we want to do. Let's love our people well. All right. You guys have a great day. Have a great day. Enjoy being with your kids today. And I'm praying a blessing over you. And in fact, let's do that before we end today's podcast. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that your mercies really are new every day. 
every morning. Lord, when we see the sun rise here in the Pacific Northwest right now, it's it's uh, winter is coming in quickly and, uh, and the clouds are coming in and it's darker earlier in the day. And I was thinking, Lord, how you orchestrate the rising and the setting of the sun every day. You are God. You are the creator. You are sovereign over all things. And Lord, as we pause to give thanks for Thanksgiving this year, I pray, Lord, that we would turn our eyes heavenward and we would thank you for the, for the precious gift that you gave us of your son, Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that our lives would be a fragrant offering to you. That truly the heart cry of those who love and follow you would be that the words of our of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts would be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Lord, we love you so much. I thank you for each person listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray their hearts would be strengthened in you and that they would be uh, that they would be moved to love you um, even more than they do right now. And Lord, I thank you for what you're doing. We love you. We invite you into our homes, especially this season, Lord, but for every day thereafter. Strengthen our hearts, Lord. Steady our hearts. Help us to be your ambassadors for such a time as this. And it's in your precious name, Jesus, we ask these things. Amen. Amen. You guys, we're getting close to the end of November. Don't forget to join me. We've got a brand new month. We're just now starting to get into the meat of the book of Revelation. You guys are going to love it. It's so important, never been more important, I think, than it is right now to say, Lord, what's coming up and how can we be ready for it? People Get Ready is the name of the study, and I'd love to have you join me, momstronginternational.com. Love you guys. Have a great day. Stay faithful, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.